Hey guys, and welcome to another episode of Self Deaf Sundays, the podcast. Do 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 do. I think it's really clear that some of the learnings from this book has really helped bring so it gives you like a high level summary of everything that this guy had figured out the power of the subconscious mind and suggestions i am so excited to have another guest with me today who is nanny Yay! Hey! <laughs> She here, she ready, and you can't see her right now, but she's looking fabulous. She is like, oh, I don't know if she's not ready just girl. for the podcast, but like, you are looking. This on is point. all for you, boo. All for you. you know, I, I had it. to come. <laughs> she came, she come came ready. ready. Um, yeah, I guess like just in terms of like where we met, like we went to the same uni, and we were just talking about you know how we actually met um, at uni, but I think it was just like he, Bristol is such a small world, and like everyone really just knows each other kind of thing and we've all like, every time we go out and stuff like you're always there and, and you you knew my housemate as well right Mo do you remember yeah because um he what did he do computer science or yeah. engineering but both of you did the same thing didn't you I we swear did. you were on the same course we are we were actually he was a year below me but um yeah that's how we met and like we've all got we've got oh. like a lot of mutual friends and stuff as well but I'm so excited to have Nenny here because like she has got her own thing going on she's starting to create I mean yeah she's on her way to create like an empire in like the women in oh, the hearing world and like I think you <laughs> can kind you. of talk about that more and we'll learn about that more as you go but I'm so excited to have you here and I'm just really excited to kind Absolutely. of learn about your yeah learn about your tales and also your future and, and your dreams right so for the people listening that don't know you maybe do you want to start off with like name age and occupation hola um name my name is Aneni, but most people call me Nanny. um age oh my age i'm 26 <laughs> i'm 26 young, i turned 27 I, I got 20 days to my next birthday so it's oh, coming just under exciting. three weeks yeah, we're gonna have to do like a little isolation thing but we'll we'll plan that later yeah but, and my occupation i used to go by robotics engineer but these days i cannot say technologist because lockdown has forced me to start learning different skills and getting into different industries so mm-hmm. let's go with technology i love that taking it taking it a step back and covering more <laughs> avenue right and i feel like yeah with you like I f- there's so much you have done like you've got interest in all sorts of things and you've always been for me like from what i know of you, you you've always been like driven and you always show up in the sense of like kind of voicing your your opinion and things that you're interested in right um so we can kind of delve into that in a bit but i guess my first question to you nenny is actually understanding you as an individual right so what really if i was to ask you you know what drives you and what your key motivation is in anything that you do in life what's the first thing that comes in your mind mm. Um, it's going to sound pretty cliche to say it's myself, but honestly, I think from a young age, I was just very aware of my family situation. Like my parents came here when they were both very young. Mm. Um, we typically for like most of my youth, we didn't have money. So we're quite poor. And I think just seeing my parents working several jobs and really struggling and trying to like, you know, sometimes our electricity will cut out, our gas will cut out. And I think I just saw my mom because my my dad ended up leaving while I was a child but my mom raised me for most of the time and I just kind of saw how much how stressed she was and how much like having three jobs and then having to cook for like two young children and mind you she was my age now when she had two young kids so it's you know Mm, I think just seeing all that yeah she was pretty young so I think just seeing all of that I just thought to myself like there's no way that I can, like my mom would struggled that much. And even my dad like struggled that much to get to where they are now for me to just be mediocre. Mm. If that makes sense. Mm. Yeah, so every time I kind of feel myself like giving up or just being like, where am I going? I'm always like, okay, do you know what? <laughs> Nelly, don't forget where we came from, sis. <laughs> don't forget back then. Don't forget those days. So yeah. I think that keeps me humble and really keeps me driven. Just mm. knowing that I just I just really don't want to be known for being average or mediocre or only using like a little bit of my talents that I think God has given me. 
Yeah, I love that. And I think that's so true because uh, people that come from like third world countries, including myself, and I think a lot of people um, in my network in a way as well, because our parents mm. kind of sacrifice their um, life for us, right? So that hopefully we can make something mm. out of it. And I think that's sim similar for a lot of ethnic minorities that come into the UK or any other countries because they're hoping for a better future for us. And you're right, it's like, you can either be a bum and let that go to waste or you can um, sh prove to them that what all the hard work that you've done is worth it, right? And I think what you said around, mm. especially when things get tough, right? Not, life isn't easy. Like everyone goes through struggles, everyone goes through those doubts. But like you mentioned, it's like kind of reminding yourself, right? Why you, you are doing what you're doing. Exactly, mm. exactly. And I think like from, you, you mentioned, you know, that reminds you to do what you do. like so what do you do right in terms of like <laughs> kind of show your talent you touch on the talent piece as well like how do you kind of let that out your talent um how do i let that out i suppose like um there's some things that come naturally to me and there's some things that i've had to like seriously work for so in terms of like my maybe let's talk about education and academics and just getting good grades and stuff that was never like that never came easy to me at all mm. but i do have i feel uh, maybe communication skills people skills i'm, I'm an extrovert naturally mm. so i feel like one of my one of my positives i guess or one of my god-given talents is bringing people together mm. and i've always always thought you know what i like anime i like gaming I like engineering. I cannot be the only female or, you know, from an ethnic minority in quote, you know, I cannot be the only female who likes the same things that I do. Mm. And just through like being my extroverted self and speaking to people, networking, social media, in person, doing my events, some of my events that I do, I've been able to find there's a whole community of people that literally think the same way that I do. And mm. yeah, I'd say that that would probably be like the most natural. I don't know if that answers your question, but like that's, that's one of the things that I'd say just kind of comes easy to me. I don't have to work too hard to bring people together, which I'm really happy about. Like I like that my God-given skill, I suppose, mm. is to do with people and not about myself, if that makes sense. Yeah, I love that because... I think bringing people together is such a useful skill to have because mm. you know there's so much you can do on your own right and I think the reason that you spoke out and you've got a you know like a like an Instagram page of where you showcase your talents around your engineering world but also to bring your anime side and I think the key kind of learning we can get from what you're doing is no matter what interest that you have is to realize that there are other people like you out there and you wouldn't have known exactly. that if you hadn't mm. put yourself out there right so rather than like people isolating themselves and thinking that there's no one else like me and no one understands where i'm coming from you'd be surprised how many similar people are around similar to you with similar interests and i think if anything like it just brings you closer to like humanity and like building those relationships that you wouldn't have normally and I think that's what exactly what you're doing right it's like you've got the extroverted skills and I think I can relate to you in that as well because I'm the same like I thrive off of people I like you know talking and being like vocal about things and I think it's so kind of um refreshing to see that you've used that talent in a such a positive light where you have um started bringing communities together right because once again that's not an easy thing to do either no no it's really not but like you said exactly like I don't want because I for a long time in university especially being the only <laughs> black person on my course being the only female on my course and being just generally feeling alone during mm. during like my five years of university mm. I thought to myself you know what? I really don't want someone else who like is in my position feeling like oh, I have no one else to talk to, no one else looks like me, no one else speaks like me, no one else is from the same background as me, so I can't relate to anyone. Mm. I, I think that's my driving force and kind of why I did my Instagram. I didn't really, because I, I knew that there must be someone out there, but I didn't know where they were. And I felt like, okay, there might be people who are, you know, introverted and maybe not so comfortable with speaking out about their passions. It might be, you know, I've been called everything under the sun that people have tried to they call me a geek, but I've embraced it now and I wear it mm. like, you know, it's my flag. <laughs> and what? Away. Yeah. And what, what you going to do about know, it? I'm a geek. <laughs> but, you know, um, 
people have called me everything. Oh, you're weird. You're geek. You like fantasizing of Asian culture. Like I've had everything come at me mm. um, regarding anime or gaming or even engineering. And um, I feel like I'm a strong person. I can take it. Like I've, having a kind of rough childhood and enduring that and getting to where I am now, it's made me really like thick skin. Mm. But there's a lot of people who don't, you know, have that voice to say what they want to say. Like they just feel very stifled for whatever reason or just they're just not that vocal when it comes to these things um, because mm. they don't want to be judged. And that's completely understandable. It's not nice having people insult you no. Um, for no reason. So, you know, um, I just thought to myself, you know, let me try find these people. Let me try to bring people together. Mm. And it's crazy because now in all the communities I've started, like one, there's like a couple who basically met themselves through my Discord and they're chatting now. Like it's just, it's no so way. Crazy. Is like, that you like, yet? Maybe like, like, you know, I said, I said, do you know what? Just make sure you invite the tech over to the to wedding. Yeah, <laughs> that's all. That's what I want. You know, I want to be right up there when the, when the, freaking marrying you guys off together i want to be there my name has to be there you know I need credit. To Girl, you need to get credit where it's due if it wasn't you, <laughs> they wouldn't have met so even though that no. wasn't the, the reason for the platform look at you bringing couples and soulmates and stuff together <laughs> it's just like it really wasn't the reason but yeah. i'm i'm really forget the relationship but like even people making friends and like mm. in terms of gaming they're having people that they can play online with as well like these are people like you know i have a friend who's in korea and friends who are here and, and now they talk via like my anime group so mm. i just really like the the kind of bringing people together aspect of it mm. all and yeah like i said i didn't have i literally didn't feel like i had anyone who understood what i was going through in uni and i felt really alone been into the things I was into mm. and I think my driving force now in doing all these different things that I do is I want people to be able to be like oh do you know what there's someone else that likes this and I know where to find them and not feel like they have to search and do the whole process that I did mm. so exactly yeah, yeah. and I think that's so true right because that was always you as an individual like you always had passion for in uh, engineering uh, gaming and anime but you kind of locked it away in your uni days because you thought that no one would understand you and I can mm. guarantee you there are so many people out there that feel the same way where they think that no one's going to get me like you know like no one knows what I'm coming from but I think what you've done from your whole experience is like because you had to go through that struggles of feeling alone and no one gets you you wanted to change that for the next generation right so someone who's five years younger than us now or you know 10 years younger than us because you made that move of do you know what like I want to change this and I want to speak up and be myself and be authentic and kind of realize your full potential and look at you like thriving in 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 the life that you're living now right so I think there's so much we can learn from you in the sense of um I think that the main thing we can learn from you is embracing your quirkiness and embracing things even if you don't look like a typical role or if, if you you know like people have a certain image of what you need to look like right if you study robotics if you play gaming if you have or, or watch anime but it's like you have just flipped it on his head kind of thing by looking the way you are but still having the courage to like these things right mm, I'm sure like even from your standpoint as well like Girl, you a badass bee. Computer science. Let's be. Let's keep it real. Like computer science is not easy as a degree. I know it's not in terms of like comparing it maybe to robotics. That there are more females on computer science. But even still, like having to like your friends are talking to you about business and stuff, and you're like, yeah, my code isn't running. <laughs> like you know, you, it's still exactly. a different world. You understand mm. the struggle, don't you? Because I see you. Coding I understand the, the struggle, girl. Yeah, I see you doing late nights coding away, and I think that was my life obviously in my uni and you're right I think there were like three girls out of 40 guys and I think that can get intimidating because you don't look the part and I remember mm. this event that happened which was quite shocking for me um do you know like lecturers are quite old and I'm sure they make these like um not racist remarks but like they make remarks because of the way you look Mm. And I remember I was in like a lecture or something. He was just a weird guy. He was just a weird guy. <laughs> but basically, he 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 told me and my other friend who was a, a white uh, female, you guys should be receptionists or something like that. Instead of like, instead of, I think we were talking about careers and stuff. And we were, uh, and to think that that happened to this wow. day, 
like do you know what I mean it's just like mm. with your small minded and I'm sure like that is something that a lot of people have to face in terms of not looking like you should be doing something and you're right like there aren't a lot of people that are Asian in 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 the UK that are in the tech world or you look around everyone's a middle-aged white male and that can sometimes get intimidating but I think it's once again getting down to the core of why you do what you do and if you do everything with a good intent and you mean well things work out for you right and I think the key thing from I guess both your and my story is not letting kind of society's um, vision and expectations to stop you from pursuing these kind of situations and going for these careers exactly. because I think definitely definitely I mean like you like you completely get it um it's I think not our job but I think both of us being females in STEM who maybe don't fit societal um, like expectations or standards or stereotypes I think it is our job and I, I say this to a lot of people you know and I some people shy away from it because they feel like oh like okay I'm in STEM but I don't have to like get other people in STEM or I don't have to encourage and I think no like especially me and you we don't look like the stereotype of what people would expect when you think of like people in tech or engineering mm. um, but I think that's a great thing like even of your course. page alone is so inspirational like the fact that you travel and you look good while you do it too like you know, <laughs> I and then you'll be talking about <laughs> and then you'll be talking about like you know your workplace and different things and showing like the environment I think that's really 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 great and to be honest they need to hire you I'm just saying in like for something their marketing team or so they need to give you a second job because you make working there so good that I'm like okay I might apply to her company yeah. but that's good because people are looking at your stories looking at your stuff and they're thinking wow like look at Lamika, like she's, she looks like this, but she's doing this. Like I can do, I can be both, you know, that's, that's I don't have thing. to be one or the other. Yeah. And I think it, even when I was at uni, like we like dressing up, do you know, I mean, we like going, mm. like, we like looking like on point and then you go into like uni and start coding and it's like, people can't fathom to think that these two person are the same. And I think mm. that's what we are changing because they might look at us and think that they're not they're not capable of doing these people's job but we can do it it's it's finding the right time and place to switch the right thing on Um, exactly exactly like this whole stereotype means that should have been left in the dustbin like five years ago (laughs) but it's still around and it's still so annoying and honestly that's why like on my page sometimes i'll be talking about algorithms sometimes i'll be talking about gaming or anime and sometimes you just see me posing with my hair laid and my makeup done That's because it. I'm trying to show people you don't need to all of your passions all of the things that you like you can do it all like don't let anyone put you into a box and society loves to do that they love I've had people jump in my dms and say all kinds of things like oh what do you know about anime what do you know about robotics what do you and I'm just like yo don't attack me, embrace it, <laughs> share it with people that you know, you know, this is not for me, like I get it's my page, but honestly, when I created it, it was with the sole intent of getting more people who maybe look like me, maybe from an African background, mm. or from any other ethnic minority that feel like, oh my god, I can't get into these industries, I can't get into the gaming, I can't get into anime, I just wanted people to be like, do you know what? I can do it too. Like, oh, look, and then he's doing it. I can do it. Even if it's one person, that's it. That's literally all I want from life. That like, When people ask me, what do you want? Like, what would your life goal be? It would always come back to like, if, if I can inspire just one female, especially more so females to get into STEM or gaming or anime, yeah. I'm good. <laughs> I'm, I know. I'm good. Like, yeah. You know. And that is so powerful because we need more people like that. Um, I mean, if you're doing your own thing, minding your own business, that's fair enough. But going back to you as an individual, you're extroverted, you like, you know, letting things out and you like bringing people together rather than locking that away. That's exactly what you're doing. And I'm sure that this is just the beginning, right? Like there's so much potential and things you will do in the future, but I think it starts from today and that's exactly what you're doing. And the people that say, you know, you don't know your stuff is like, actually, I do. I've got a degree. I, I put in that hard work and I see you working like, you know, late nights to get that code running or to meet that client deadline or, you know, like to the thing is, because that's your passion, it you want to do it. And I think that's mm. I think that that's such a um, powerful thing as well, because if they told you to like do 
something else that you're not passionate about you're not going to spend time doing it you're going to do your bare minimum similar to me mm. if someone tells me to do something that i'm not interested in i'm not going to do it but because you found that one thing that like kind of sets your soul on fire and you know you you, you love doing it and like exactly, you, yeah. you want other people to do it as well and similar to me the reason i did this podcasting is because you know, I want everyone to realize that they are in control of their life. They, you know, they have the full potential to kind of make the most of their life and achieve anything they want. Even having a comedy with you now, like this is kind of what I live for in a way. So I think like you can hopefully for the people listening, it's clear for them that when you find that one thing that you just kind of align with, like, it's just like, boom, you know, it's like magic in a way, right? (laughs) Yeah, for real, for real. Honestly, like if you have a passion, if you have something that you're truly interested in, don't let nobody tell you you can't do it. Don't let nobody tell you it's going to be difficult. It's going to be hard. As long as you're passionate about it or you believe in it and you feel like you, you know, it's for a good cause or it's for yourself, whatever reason you have behind it, if you're passionate about it, do it. Like honestly, the minute I stopped caring what people think about me is a day that my life literally changed. Like, I just woke up one day after a very toxic relationship and thought to myself, why do I care so much? This was like during uni. I was like, why? Like until then I'd been like, oh, let me hide that. You know, I'm going home to play FIFA because the boys would probably say, oh, what do you know about football? Like I used to play football for UE. Only a very like few people know that because I was so not ashamed, but like I just thought, Shy. yeah, like what? what are people going to say? Like, the girls are going to say, I'm doing it for, to get guys. And the guys are going to say, oh, you, do, you don't know what you're doing. What's football? Mm. Like, girls can't play football. So I just kept it to myself for the longest time. Mm. And it wasn't until, like, I was playing a game and people were, like, like, girls were watching in the stand, like, actually came with their family to watch us play. And I was like, do you know what? Even if I don't do this for myself, I'm going to do it for you. And for mm. when you grow up, so that you can see that girls do this. Mm-hmm. And... Um, yeah, I, after my relationship just went very south, I was like, okay, time to really sit down and look in the mirror and have a conversation with yourself. Like, who do you want to be? Are you going to live your life for God knows how long, just worried about what people think about you and their expectations of you? Or are you just going to do what you want to do? And literally since that day, it's just been like, okay, I'm going to do what I need to do. So yeah, that's more or less what I've been kind of thinking recently it's just like let me just put myself in a place that I become proud of myself I, like I said to you earlier I don't want to be, ever think of myself as mediocre mm. or I could have done more but I didn't do more um so yeah that was a turning point for me when I just really thought to myself okay enough is enough like who cares if people call you weird people mm. already think you're weird so you know yeah <laughs> it's, it's, I might as well live up to that title yeah you know black girl <laughs> doing black girl from south london doing robotics engineering I was already a, a bit of a weirdo you know to a lot of people so it's <laughs> like okay like are you gonna you might as well add anime in there you might yeah, as well just add throw that in the mix yeah I love that I think everything that you said is like going back to what you said around you know you woke up one day and you stopped caring about what people think that's so freeing in a way isn't it it's so liberating Mm. because like how often can you live your life in someone else's terms and someone else's kind of expectations it's like it's exhausting because you're locking yourself away kind of like what you said around even hiding the fact that you play football like that's sad you know because it's like in a way you as an individual couldn't fully be yourself because of what people will think but when you came to that realization it's like who the hell cares I think like you mentioned that's when your life started right and I think that's a really good segue into my second question um we kind of got to understand you know what drives you and what your key motivations are and I think going into like the second a second question around um, if I was to ask you, you know, that one moment in your life or an event or a project that really kind of shaped you to be who you are today, um, what's the first thing that comes in your mind? And that could be from a professional setting or a personal setting that has really been like, okay, if that didn't happen, I wouldn't be the way I am today. Um, if that didn't happen. Um, do you know, as, as weird and warped as it may sound, being in that toxic relationship so basically I'll give you guys a little quick backstory I went to uni I was so excited to be far far away from my family I was like yes independence so (laughs) I ran away (laughs) ran to Bristol from London and 
I think where I was kind of very sheltered and very closed off, I think when I went to uni, I was like, I'm free. And I was like, let's do everything. Let's party. Let's get a boyfriend. And literally like within a few months, like I've been at uni, I don't even think it was the next year. And I started in September. I was already in a relationship. The relationship <laughs> you got lasted. that boyfriend. <laughs> oh, I, I, I got it. And I was sure. Uh, I got a bit more than I expected. Um, but that was just a, a very dysfunctional relationship. Like, it, it was one of those situations that, as bad as it was, it really made me realize my own toxicity and my own problems and mm. things within myself that needed addressing. Like, I hadn't really dealt with my father leaving me and my family when we were younger. So, you know, being in that relationship, I realized I was incredibly clingy. I just realized so many traits about myself that I wasn't very independent as I thought I was. Mm. And I think um, just when, once it ended and I was just really like broken and just lost. Um, I mean, I'd been with the guy for four years. So oh, wow. My whole, That's a long time. Yeah. Like for most of my uni. So it's like uh, my whole world. I even lived with him. So being single all of a sudden, I was just like, what do I do now? Like, who am I? Mm. And I think it was at that point um, where I just really woke up and I was like, hmm, this is a defining moment in your life. Yeah, a lot of these bad things happen and a lot of these negatives, but there's a lot of positives. You found who you are. You've realized the things that you don't want to do, the situations you never want to be in again, the Mm. person you want to be. And I just took all that negativity and really flipped it and said, do you know what? I'm not going to stifle myself. There's a lot of things I didn't do when I was in a relationship because I just felt like, oh, you know, I've got a partner, I have to think about them. Mm. And, you know, being in uni, that's when you should really explore and do what you want to do and live life. Mm. So I think um, after that, I was like, no, like I need to actually think about myself and put myself first. And like I was saying, that's the when I had this defining moment and I was like, okay, enough is enough. Like, who do you want to be? Like, you cannot keep depending on people or, you know, you break up with someone, you feel your whole life is over. And I was just like, no, this cannot be my story. Mm. Um, so I, I know it sounds really, it, it's kind of taking a positive from a negative situation and it's maybe not the best thing. But I honestly believe that I had to be broken down to be built up. Mm. Like I really had to, because I, I was in my own head and I had my, I had my own ego. And I think it's only when I really like was really low and I said to myself, what do I do now? Like, mm. who am I? Where do I go? You know? Um, I think that's when I, I really realized, okay, it's time to step up because that person, that mediocre person you don't want to be, when you were a little girl, you said you were never going to be that person, you are turning into that person. Mm. And um, yeah, that's, that's really, you know, I was about to drop out of uni. Like there was just, so, I was very overwhelmed and stressed by a lot of things. And I said to myself, no, I was like, no, 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 you had a dream. Before mm. you had met this individual, before anything, you, you had a life person. before that. You had a, you had a life. Mm. Exactly. So I was just, and it's very easy. You know, when you get into relationships, it's very easy to get consumed in it. And mm. um, I said this to, like, I mentor quite a few young girls, and I said this to them, like, yeah, I know university is fun, and you know, you're around guys, and there's all this stuff. I was like, don't get carried away. Like, trust me, love will always come you know it will even even when you're sat there thinking nobody's gonna like me because we've all had that face saying oh you know (laughs) i'm gonna die alone (laughs) yeah Um, when you least expect it honey you might bump into somebody you might be on the bus minding your own business you might get a boyfriend like that like literally i feel like there's a time and place for everything and that should never be anyone's concern like oh will i get a girlfriend or like and when you when that is your mentality which was mine at the time I think that's when you start to realize that there's other underlining issues and I started really seeing in myself that I hadn't healed from past trauma Mm. and um, I made the decision to literally like sit down with myself since that since literally this was 2016 since that day every single day I write positive affirmations I literally say to God or just to even to myself I'm like what are you grateful for today because Mm. I had built up this mentality like everything is happening to me like my life is crap my (laughs) I'm not with my boyfriend this is this like my whole I just built up such a negative mindset Mm. that you know it was seeping into other things I'd go for interviews I wouldn't get it and Mm. I think now the reason why I wasn't getting it is because you're you might not 
consciously be projecting that energy into your interview. But when your mindset is so negative and you've already been defeated before you even walk through the office door, how can you really expect to get the job? You know what I mean? No, exactly. I think like, because the energy's off, you know, like you, mm. you already, I think like attracts like and good attracts good. And I think even mm. going in, you're already drained and you're already, I think it all starts from self-love. And if you're mm. not already loving yourself, you're not healed. How do you expect someone else to like or love you, right? And I think exactly. the story that you shared is so like it's so interesting and inspiring in so many different ways because I've heard stories of my girlfriends who have been through similar things when you know you get into a relationship and your whole identity is attached with your partner. And especially like you mentioned at uni, um, you're growing up yourself. You haven't figured out what you like, what you don't like, right? But I think going for looking, hearing your story, you had to go through that to come back and build yourself back up. And I think that, you know, every great revelation, every great transformation or enlightenment happens when you are in your lowest of your lows. And that's exactly what happened with you. Like you just mentioned after the breakup happened, you, you asked yourself, who am I? Because your whole identity was attached with this individual and you kind of lost your purpose in a way. Right. Yeah. And that's why you feel so negative and you feel like you're not good enough. And I think the best you can do and thing you can do in that moment is kind of accept how you feel, because if you try and fight it, you, you, you're fighting against how you're feeling. But I think going back to your healing, like you, you accepted that moment and then you started to decided to change it. Right. And I think that's, that's the power we all have as individuals is you could mope around for years and feel sorry for yourself. But going back to what you said in the beginning, it's like you have to remind yourself, I'm not born to be mediocre and you know you had to kind of ignite that um fire within you once again and that's exactly what you did right so I think the key thing we can learn away from your story is you know shit happens and life go you have ups and downs and you have go through heartbreaks and bad times but what you come and learn after that situation happens is what builds you as a character and I think that event had to happen right for you to be self-aware of actually that's me you know I, I didn't realize that I was clingy and like you mentioned you have to go back into where that feelings come from um mm-hmm. and I think it's so inspiring in just to kind of hear from you and to for you to be vulnerable and put your hand up and say I needed to do work on myself and I think that you had to go through that event and I'm sure it's like an ongoing process to get to where you are today and I love the, the fact that you mentioned affirmations because that's me as well I do my affirmations every day and some people don't believe okay, in it but it's so good yeah um and some people don't believe in it and they might think you know it's wishy-washy but I think whatever works for you to get you in the right mindset should you should embrace it right but yeah I think that's kind of like my takeaway from it and yeah I'm so glad you kind of shared not always the great times it's the bad times and how you turn it into a good one after right Definitely. I think that's what a lot of people struggle with. And even myself, even till to this, like this day, it's not something I've completely mastered or anything, but mm. I think it's very easy to get caught up in, oh, my life is this. And why isn't this happening for me? And, you know, like, for example, recently being a robotic engineer, I need, like, I need to be in a garage or on the field working. I'm in hard, I'm, yeah, I'm in hardware. I'm not in software. So I can't really work from home if that makes sense so in a time like this my options are severely limited and I actually left my job to go traveling right Mm. as this whole COVID-19 situation happened Mm. and obviously I I couldn't travel so I've had to like learn new skills and change my mindset but I'd be lying if I say like there wasn't a time that I was sat down every day like just thinking to myself what is going on like I sold everything I was ready to go traveling I was going to go to Africa and teach robotics to kids in villages. I was doing a good thing. Why is my life like this? Why am I stuck What did I do to deserve this? You know, and um, I just thought to myself, I was like, you know, through my affirmations and talking about what is positive, I was like, yeah, but even though like I left my house and I, I, like, I had my own place in Brighton and I'm now in my dad's house in London, I'm like, well, I'm in my dad's house in London. I have a roof over my head. There's electricity. Mm. There's, you know, like, I'm not even paying bills, thank God, like, because it's my dad's and he owns it. So it's like, yeah, and then he, but if you didn't have income because you're not working anymore, you still had your place in Brighton, what would you do for rent? Mm. You know, like, there's a lot around me that I really have to be grateful for. Um, 
I couldn't go traveling, but I luckily managed to get all my money back from my tickets. And that was like a good chunk of change yeah. that has been keeping me afloat, even though I've not had a job. So mm. it's like, and again, I've been doing contract work and just doing what I can. So it's like, yeah, sometimes life gets at you. But I think um, what really builds your character and makes you just a stronger person in general is when these negative situations happen to you. Because mm. and like, it's always going to happen. It's unrealistic mm. to think that you're not going to have stress. <laughs> it's unrealistic to think that negative things are not going to happen. That's just the way the world is. That's the way life is. And I think it's, it's better to accept it mm. and to move on than to think why me or what's why is this happening to me like there will always be a shit time you might be like idolizing somebody else's life but you don't know what they're going through like you legit don't know how they have to suffer to get there you don't know their struggles and um I think just thinking about things like that has really kept me humble and as much as people do think like positive affirmations a load of bollocks and they, they have their judgment about it yeah even if it's not going to work or there's no such thing as law of attraction or vibration or anything, even for the sheer fact that you are positively thinking about good things in your life, that in itself to me is a good thing. Like that, it doesn't need to create, like there doesn't need to be a cause and effect. It doesn't mean that, okay, because I write down positive affirmations every day, I'm going to get a job tomorrow. That's not the intent behind law of attraction or vibration or anything, which I think people get skewered sometimes. I think they think like, if I'm being positive and I'm being this, I'll definitely get what I want the next day. Mm. And that's not the way this works. Like the whole idea is to change your mindset, to change your actual energy within yourself so that you are attracting more positive things. Mm. You know, that it's not magic. It's not like all of a sudden this is going to happen. And I think sometimes people get that kind of confused. Mm. Um, so even if it works or it doesn't work, I just, I always suggest it. If someone says, what can I do to just, change my mindset because being grateful for the few things that are good or you know for the little things that in itself is a blessing yeah some people don't even have a roof over their head some people don't have food in their fridge right now some people the little things that you take for granted some people don't have access to that at all of course yeah and I think that is exactly the way we should look at it right now especially with everything that's going on in the world like there are people dying on the streets people are jobless and like in the stuff that's happening in the US at the moment, there's so much like sorrow and pain and, you know, my, I'm sure our heart kind of goes out for them, but you're right. Rather than constantly compare yourself, comparing yourself to people that are like, you know, aspiring, you aspire to be to like, obviously you can use that as a motivation, but if that gets to your head in, in a negative way, it's recognizing or everyone else who would die to be in your position. Right. And you're yeah, right, definitely. they'd be lucky to have food on their table and roof over yeah. their head. And I think this is one of those things, once again, it seems so like simple, but it's crazy how it changes your way of thinking. And you're right, like I'm a firm believer of the whole like law of attraction and affirmations and vibrations. And it's because it works for me and it's clearly working for you. It doesn't mean it works for everyone else. So it's like finding what works for you as an individual. And I think when the time's right and when you are ready to receive that kind of learning and way of thinking then that will work out right but it is once mm. again down to your own kind of spiritual evolution and your soul kind exactly. of and that's when the that's when it will make sense right and at the end of the day if Definitely. it makes you feel good and if it helps your mindset why not? Positive, why not do it right and and why that's not? exactly how i look at it as well Hmm. some people yeah. call it law of attraction some people call it religion some people call it like it's all it's it's interchangeable things. you find yeah you find what works for yourself some people really through god or mm. other gods or you know just through religion they find their own spiritual enlightenment and they just that's that works for them and you know some people believe in law of attraction and law of vibration so i think yeah exactly like you said i think just really finding what works for you and as long as it makes you happy then why stop it you know <laughs> you're not harming anyone it's making you more positive every day then do it continue that's what it all boils down to right what works for you mm. yeah and I think that is like such a good way to kind of round off like the first half of the podcast which is all around like the ordinary tales part so we got to know you as you know what your key motivation is in terms of your, your growing up and you know wanting to kind of prove to your parents and people around you that you want to make the most of the opportunities that's been given to you and then moving into like what you enjoy doing that is bringing people together and then looking at you know what shaped you it's that uh 
toxic relationship which in a way actually helped you to find yourself and understand what your strengths and weaknesses lie um and then finding kind of rounding it off in turning your mindset in the positive light right to kind of do things that works for you and also put yourself in in that higher vibration as we like to call it um so that has really given a good insight into your ordinary tales so i think the next half of the podcast is going to focus on the extraordinary dreams part and that's all around the future and your things you'll achieve in the future right because i say this all the time like every time I look at my friends and their startups and you know they're doing their little side hustle and I keep saying like this is just the beginning so I I guess like from your point of view as well like now that we are looking into the future I'm going to ask you this one question and we can kind of talk around it as we go so my question to you Nenny is what do you want your legacy to be what do I want my legacy oh that's deep (laughs) that is deep yeah I had to take it down take it down a notch (laughs) (laughs) what do I want my legacy to be um I think yeah I kind of touched on it a little bit earlier um I just don't want to leave this earth knowing that I was given certain talents whether naturally or through my hard work and I didn't use them I don't want to be mediocre I feel like it's, it's not for everyone but I really feel like we're all together here like we we are one big race like if you can help your neighbor help your neighbor like I mean maybe it's the way I was raised but I was really raised in this mentality of like giving back and you know it doesn't matter what ethnicity you're from like just everybody is human at the end of the day and I think it's really kind of shaped me to be the person I am in the sense that that tied in with my extroverted personality I really believe that there needs to be union, there needs to be peace, there needs to be, just people need to work together. It's really like my whole essence of me as as a human being. I can't stand violence, I can't stand discrimination, racism, anything of that nature. And I think it it kind of has molded me to be who I am. And my future, my legacy, like that will probably be tied into that as well. I just, I can't leave this earth knowing that I haven't brought people together or done something to help somebody else other than myself. You know, um, it'll be, it'll be a real shame if, like I was saying, like my natural skill is just talking and blabbing and going on and on. And, you know, if I don't use that to change the world somehow, I'll be very disappointed. Um, I think sometimes people shy away from responsibility and like one of my most famous best quotes is with great power comes great responsibility. And I, and I think that is like, we all have power. We all have different powers. Like mm. my power could be seen to some as knowing robotics and liking to code and liking anime and bringing people together, like, you know, whatever. Mm. And um, I believe everybody has their own power or their own thing that makes them unique and their own skill, whatever it is, um, whether it's singing, dancing. I really believe everybody has their own talent and, I think it's our job as humans on this planet to use whatever talent we have to change the world. Like I, I just can't imagine a life where it's like, yeah, let's just make money. And then, you know, after I make money, have my family and then just go build my mansion somewhere and disappear. Mm. I just really couldn't imagine my life like that. So mm. I wouldn't be surprised if I'm like 80 and you see me moving like mother Teresa. I've got like, I'm <laughs> giving like, back. And kids yeah, yeah. I, I, honestly that's my one of my life dreams is when I get to a certain age if I have money by God's grace I will I literally want to adopt kids from all over the world I know it sounds really like scary, but even if I have a partner or not I've already decided I'm gonna do it like I love <laughs> if you come that. to visit with my grandmas and you yeah. see me with like 10 different kids <laughs> like a whole football <laughs> team a whole football oh that would be amazing <laughs> that'd be the dream wouldn't it yeah in the future i'll be seeing that like you with like all your 15 kids and your 25 <laughs> grandchildren and all sorts i would like i really want to have a family asap but I'm, i also have like goals right now and it doesn't really fit in yeah but, um no i have a lot of love to give and i don't know not just me personally i feel like all of us do i feel like do. it's 
up to all of us as citizens, as inhabitants of this planet, mm. to literally do what we can to like make sure that we all stick together. Yeah, I mean, you're speaking my language right now, girl. I don't even know. Like, is it like, am I speaking or is it you that's speaking? You're speaking my mantra right now. And I think there's so much that you've touched on, which I want to kind of touch on um, and kind of do like mm. a deeper dive in. But one thing that has been evident throughout our whole conversation is the fact that you said, I don't want to be mediocre. And I think that's going to be the title of the podcast something as well, because I love <laughs> that, right? Because so often people float through their life being mediocre and they mm-hmm. always kind of lock away the talent. But I think even from a young age, it's clear, clear for you. And that in terms of your key driver is that I don't want to be mediocre. And I think that's the reason why you found this passion and you need to give back. And that's what kind of keeps you energized. Right. And I think also what you said around like giving back and helping your neighbor and looking at humanity as a whole, as opposed to me versus you. I think that's such a powerful way of looking at the future. And I was reading a book and it was talking about how like, the new earth is all around collective consciousness. So, so powerful. And I think I completely believe that you will go on to do those amazing things. And I think oh, one I thing that so. is very, I know you will. Um, and one <laughs> thing that you said is um, with great power comes great responsibility. And you said that everyone's got power, but it takes that individuals like, I guess, yourself and uh, people that are willing to go the extra mile to have that responsibility on your lap. For example, when you create that Instagram page or when you create that community, you knew what you signed up for, right? You knew you had to put in those late hours and you had to put the effort in to actually keep this alive. Because if you talk Mm. a lot and don't deliver actions, people are going to eventually clock onto your bullshit. (laughs) You know, there's so much talking to do. (laughs) I think it's recognizing that firstly, you've got the power and secondly, how you're going to use that power and how are you become, how are you going to be responsible for that? So I mean, that is such a great way of looking at legacy. And I, everything that you said is like, yes, like I, I totally kind of agree with that. And hopefully that's... Somebody gets it. <laughs> when people say I don't have a talent or I don't have a skill, or I don't have a passion. I think it's just to do with self-discovery. I think it, it just means that you still need to discover yourself a bit more and find yourself and see what it is. I don't believe there's anyone on this planet right now that doesn't have a skill or talent even if you're good at call of duty or the sims that is a talent you could bring people together within the sims community there's a lot of even within gaming there's a lot of like racism and sexism just have finding what you're good at and then developing on that i think Mm. honestly we all have powers and i I really that's that's just me with my you know when i start talking people are like oh here she comes with her you know yes, her love attraction talk yeah. and her that spiritual is, yeah. that's you talk you know it's like here she goes again <laughs> yeah, here she goes again but no honestly I, I think everyone has powers and um sometimes it just takes you know finding out what it is and sometimes mm. you find it out when you're young sometimes you find it out after your first child sometimes mm. you're 50 60 and um at the end of the day it doesn't really matter when I just think when you do have that enlightenment and think to yourself oh okay I can do this mm. just try and use it for change try and use mm. it for good you know mm. um I, I just I don't understand when people are given certain skills and they just are content with just doing nothing or moping about being their mediocre being being me I try not to say it you know I was trying I knew, to <laughs> Yeah, get to the point, like, girl. Oh, you need to have like a mediocre counter in the corner. The amount of times I say it, I love that. Uh, but yeah, essentially, essentially that. <laughs> yeah, I love um, that. And it, it all stems from just feeling like, okay, am I good enough? And they, like all these negative thoughts. That's really what makes a person mediocre. Mm. No, I don't think anyone just wakes up and thinks, oh, I'm just average i'm just a nobody Mm. it's all swimming from somewhere and at the end of the day it all goes back to self-discovery and self-love and sitting down and really thinking about yourself and who you are who Mm. you want to be what you can do to change the world and make it a better place you know Mm. whatever it is even if it's a small thing if it's it doesn't have to be this grand gesture it could be as simple as just I don't know, giving money to a homeless guy that stays outside your house every day and, you know, or just giving him a blanket because, you know, mm. it's cold. Like, it doesn't have to be this big thing of, like, maybe commu- like creating a community or something mm. extravagant. Because, um, like I was saying, not everyone is extroverted. Not everyone has that skill. Because it is a skill to, to be able to talk to people and bring mm. people together. You know, I have friends that couldn't do this podcast with you, not because they don't have the... Um, 
what's the word like the, the chat or the story but it's just because they literally cannot come on camera and it's and that's that's fine mm. but it's like i feel like we especially with your platform and your podcast this is a great way of actually showing people that look at all these different people that do different things and look mm. at their story and look at their journey which is why i wanted to be on it because i was like this is really amazing because yeah people might not want to come on it but trust me people will listen even though when you think they're not listening girl they're listening they're there they watching do. your story you know you, you know and they're listening and they're probably thinking to themselves wow like mm. i didn't know lamika went through this i didn't know perry went through this or and then he went through this like and they're literally finding some kind of like you know um the word. Similarity. similarities mm. and almost peace they're finding within it like oh wow like other people feel this too because it's it's hard it's hard to be an adult it's hard to be a citizen of this planet let me just say that much it's not easy and you know and like we're extroverted but a lot of people aren't and i i really like that you've got this platform where people can share their stories and their struggles mm. and their life journeys and their legacies like it's, it's really something honestly it really is yeah and i think the whole um like you mentioned is how ordinary you all are right and people might look at us and think they've got it all figured out, but they don't, haven't seen the hustle that goes behind the scenes. They haven't seen the nose that's been on our face. Like I'm sure you've had a lot of rejections from jobs. I've had the same, like, and it's what you do after. So I think that is pretty much the whole premise of the show and getting people like yourself on is it's okay to be you and it's okay to do these things. And if we have inspired, even just like you mentioned, just one person out there, that's our job done. And, they don't always have to give you the credit for it right and that's fair enough because people are like that but i think i think it's like if we can we if we do something that can help someone out there that's our job done right so yeah i think that's kind of like run it i think there's a lot of similarities in kind of like your platform which is like bringing that community together and for my platform as well which is similar but more from like a life point of view so mm-hmm. yeah I think that's a good way of looking at your legacy many so thank you for sharing that and I think like from like a final like waffling a little bit but <laughs> no it's fine that's that's exactly what I want like that's been like that's when you get those like authentic conversations you know it's not framed like okay, this is us like we would have been speaking don't encourage like, me <laughs> it's like it's gonna be some long ass podcast. So twelve a.m. editing. Um, but um, yeah, you're right because I think that's when we can be the most authentic. And it, whether we are recording the podcast or not, I think we would be having this conversation anyway. And that's what I love about my conversation with my friends and people like you and my guests is whether the if the record button is on or not. This is us. Like this is what we're talking about, kind mm. of thing, right? So yeah, I think to kind of like round off the whole kind of podcast like um I think this is something I mentioned on email as well was like any recommendations from you right because I'm sure you've like done a lot of like work in terms of like uh, you know d- researching in your field and getting to the right community like podcasts and books and I just want to ask if you had any kind of recommendations that has really kind of worked for you that you want to share with people listening as well from like a self-development but also from what has worked for you kind of point of view um, I definitely say the thing that's worked the most um, would have to be like law of attraction. Um, again, in 2016, when I had my great enlightening, as I call it, and I, I, my whole life changed. <laughs> that's, a good, that's a good way of looking at it. Great enlightening. <laughs> great enlightening. <laughs> um, I, I think it was then when I was just like, hmm, what can I do to stop these negative, you know, thoughts I kept having, you know, I've, I'm the stereotype that you would expect from South London and now I can comfortably say I'm not so Mm -hmm. I I really you know if I if I'd kept that mentality I would have been the 16 or pregnant and just wayward child in and out of jail what you'd expect you know what society expects from us from South London and I think um really sitting down and thinking to myself am I going to go down that route and just be another stereotype just be another you know, black kid that gets locked up, or am I going to actually, you know, take this moment, take this pain that I'm feeling, this, you know, this struggle throughout my entire childhood to this moment, even when I'm in my breakup, am I going to take all of this negative and try flip the narrative? Mm. Um, And I thought to myself, you know, this might sound a bit weird, but I just thought to myself, at the end of the day, I think this makes for a better story. 
I think this when I'm speaking to people and trying to uplift other people because like that's all part of my mantra that's what I want to do is get more people into these type of things but like when I'm speaking to people also from my background I want them to be able to be like oh so and then he was there running around the block when she was 12 years old <laughs> then he was doing all those naughty things that I'm doing now she, and then he was been, doing that too she's been from she's the been end there. she knows the struggle she knows, she knows. what it's like she had yeah. parents from you know third world country like she's been through all of this and look at her now and mm. I'm you know and not in a cocky way but in a way where it's like oh wow like I really thought I couldn't do anything with my life, but if she can make it out from Surrey Keys, Deptford, deep in South London, then there's hope for me, you know? Yeah. And, and that's, that's kind of like, yeah, what I, what I was thinking in that moment. I was just thinking, and you've made it this far. Before you go into this relationship, you've had a dream. You, you wanted to make your life better. You wanted to make your family's life better. And you wanted to make other people that, you know, around you in your neighborhood and growing, that you've grown up with, you know, their life better as well. And I was like, sitting here and feeling sorry for yourself nothing's gonna happen and we often get into our own head and think oh my god life is terrible but like I was saying doing small things that make you feel better every day is the best way I would suggest to anyone to kind of move yourself forward and get into a more positive space like mm. whether it's going you know some people turn to exercise and exercise really gives them you know, those positive that energy that endorphins goes endorphins. And all of that, yeah. Exactly, yeah. exactly. That, and it just makes them feel like, okay, you know, I know people that literally don't can't operate unless they go to the gym. <laughs> I'm not one of those people, but you know, kudos, kudos to them. <laughs> you know, I'm here with my my law of attraction and vibration and my, you know, my cup of water and all the little things I do. But kudos to those people. Um, you know, whatever it is, sometimes just an hour of gaming, you know, I've spoken to people and that does it for them. After mm. a stressful day at work, just turn on the TV, showing up from the world and jumping on Twitch or whatever gaming site, it just makes them feel better. Mm. So I think whatever makes you genuinely happy, always embrace that. Even if people think it's weird, even if people think that, oh, I don't really know if this is like a good thing. As long as it's not harming yourself or harming anybody, just do it and, and continue to do it if it's bringing you positivity and pushing you forward. So yeah, for me, Law of attraction is what does it for me, honestly. The more positive I think it's been proven in my life, the mm. more positive things I get. And um, yeah, I, that, that would be what I'd suggest. I mean, uh, Nini, you're speaking my language. I'm telling you, like, <laughs> this is the kind of stuff I can talk about for like hours. And I, I can totally relate to you on that as we well. We should because... do a whole like law of attraction episode. Oh my God. Just talking about... <laughs> yeah, because um, it's so funny because obviously, law of attraction has that fluffy connotation, like, oh the secret mm. like here we go again but honestly I can put my hand on my heart and say if it wasn't for that I wouldn't be where I am and I think I discovered it when I was 17 18 as well mm. so about like you know four five, uh, five, five years now um and it it really shapes you your experiences your events that happen and also at the end of the day it's just you you know it's just you and your mind right so make your mind a good place to be. I think I read somewhere um, and make sure that you focus on things that make you happy. Right. Like you mentioned for someone, happiness is going for a run, but for someone it could be reading a book or it could be gaming for an hour. And that is kind of like getting down to like what brings joy in your life. So I think everything that you've said around doing what works for you and also you sharing what works for you. I mean, I can totally relate to the law of attraction world. Like that is like my language as well. And really my close friends that are in my circle, like they all kind of speak that language. So it helps. Um, so it's really interesting and, and refreshing to see how it is applicable with, in other people's lives as well. So thank you so much for sharing that. I love that. <laughs> good, good, good. I'm yeah. happy. Like literally when I start talking about it, people are like, oh, here we go. Here we go again. Here she goes. But, um... <laughs> Keep talking, girl. We need more people. We need more advocates. <laughs> we need the squad to be strong. Honestly, yeah. Um, <laughs> But do you know what, Nini? That brings us to the end of the, the podcast. And that has been oh. like such a journey, right? Like that's one of my other favorite words. It's all about the journey. But honestly, like learning from your beginning, like your humble beginnings and coming from South London and like representing mm -hmm. that, but also like what you said around, do I want to stay there and ha live that? I'm going to say it once more, that mediocre life, or do I want to change it around? And it's so inspiring to see how like learning about your core values around bringing people together and 
finding yourself, self-awareness, self-discovery, and also how you deal with these situations to have the positive mindset to eventually lead to your legacy around helping people out and bringing union. Um, I, I can see you making it big in those, you know, shows and like doing like, oh, no. like shows. so I'm going to be here rooting for you. And the whole premise of the podcast is to capture the now, right? Because so often these podcasts are only done with people who kind of made it in a way, but I think I want mm-hmm. to capture the now and that's exactly what we're doing so even looking back at this podcast in 10 years time imagine how much we would have achieved in our personal life mm-hmm. but also in our um, you could have kids and everything <laughs> yeah side hustle right well, I and, hope so. <laughs> yeah or, or adopt them like you said <laughs> yeah true <laughs> either way right but um no that's been so so helpful and i just want to say a huge thank you once again for being here and being you and you know continue doing what you're doing and i'll always be here to kind of support you from the sideline and let's do a reunion in 10 years time and see what else you've achieved okay i've seen you before 10 years <laughs> the minute lockdown is done we need I'm to go out find you. Yeah. <laughs> thank you so much for having me i really enjoyed this yeah. and now i'm like yes i've gained a friend like a proper friend because like i'm tired of like talking about this stuff and no one gets it so i'm like yes yeah, something extraordinarily positive if not anything you know just being able to talk to you about this stuff it's really made my day because amazing it's what i love to talk about it's honestly i could go on a you know we'll do that i won't start again because then i won't stop <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but thank you so much for having me i've really enjoyed our time thank you guys once again for listening to another episode of the podcast hope you guys found it as enjoyable as i did recording it and if you want to share some feedback or show some support feel free to follow me on at self sundays with a double s on instagram and i look forward to catching you same time next week thank you Bye.